Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina and Michelle. And today we're here for episode number 70. There are so many shows in the reality TV world right now. I know there's too many. Like, I feel like we're just complaining there was nothing. And now there's so many. <laughs> I it, It's crazy. Like, space it out for us people. Because there wasn't anything. Like, we we're like, oh, what are we going to watch? Temptation Island, Big D? Like, and now it's like, there's a million of them. But some of them are coming to an end. I think there's a finale tonight. Or maybe it's next week. So, but then House of Villains starts in October. <laughs> Survivor starts the end of September. So, I mean, it's a never-ending thing. I want to be excited about House of Villains, but I just never like E! reality shows that much. I don't know why. I just don't like them. Oh, really? Yeah. Which ones are you, like, thinking of? I feel like there was one that I watched that was decent. So I don't, I'm not into Kardashians. And then they did like someone that was like wives of like football or like soccer players, maybe, or wives of wax. Was that what yeah. it was called? Didn't I try to watch that? I, cause I, any housewives, mob wives thing I'll like, but I didn't like that. Um, I don't, everything I need, I just like, I, I don't know. I feel like it, I don't get into it. Um, so they did catching Kelsey, which was like Travis Kelsey as a bachelor. I watched, well, I'm a Chiefs fan, so obviously I watched that, and I thought that was good. I've watched, like, some of the Kardashians, but I haven't been, like, a loyal, I love the Kardashians fan or anything like that, so I'm just, like, I don't really even know, like, what else they have on, like, reality show-wise, besides, like, Botch, but that doesn't count. Yeah, all this, yeah, Botch, yeah, that's. I mean, that somewhat counts. And all like all the spin spin-offs of Kardashians, they try that it's always like one or two seasons and then it goes away. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know. And you would think I like it because it's the same company as Bravo, but I just don't like it. I don't know. Well, I think it should be good just because of the cast. And one thing that like I thought of when I saw all the cast like lined up next to each other in their in the cast pictures or whatever was I wonder what the budget just for the cast was. Because it's like, Johnny Bananas isn't cheap. Omarosa isn't cheap. Tiffany Pollard definitely isn't cheap. I mean, Jax isn't cheap. So, I don't I'm know. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the cast again. I did not know Anna Fisa from 90. Did you ever watch 90 Day Fiance? This lady uh-huh. is like... Ooh okay she was like very interested um hmm okay i i'm curious because i think the guy she was married to went to jail and i think they broke up but she was a very interesting person Hmm. okay and shake from yeah love is blind blind. i don't want to see him i don't know i hate that he's on this i don't want to see him johnny fairplay who's bobby light I don't know. Bobby Lights, Love and Hip Hop Miami. Oh, I don't, I've only watched a little bit of Love and Hip Hop. Uh, Corinne. Yeah, but I doubt she was like expensive to get, but she's still a great name. Tanisha, Jax, yeah. 
Okay, it's a good cast. It has potential. I hope it's good. I'll say that. It's like a diverse cast. Like Johnny Fairplay is like older. I don't know. Like it's a lot big age range. I don't know. Interesting. Okay, I'll watch it. What no, is I it? don't sorry, sorry, but hopefully, hope I just hope it's good. Yeah. If it's not, it's not. We don't have to continue watching it. But. Yeah. What is your favorite show that you're watching right now? Oh, God. It's got to be Housewives of Orange County just because that's my favorite Housewives and it's back on. So that's my favorite. Gotcha. Is there anything exciting going on in the world of the Housewives? Or is it just back? And that's exciting. Uh, they they fired Tamra, who was on the show since I think season three or two or three. And they just fired her a couple seasons ago. And this season they ended up bringing her back. Like they tried all these different casting lineups and none of them, like they were horrible. They kept bringing on people that were just like horrible. It's, I don't know. It sounds like the Vanderpump spinoff. It's exactly. They just they didn't do a good job like casting replacements and they got rid of like two of the old time OGs like Vicky it was from season one and she's just like amazing television and Tamara was amazing television so they brought Tamara back this season as a full time and they brought Vicky back as a guest she's not a friend of she's just a guest so she's been in a couple episodes here and there. maybe she's a friend of she's been in a couple episodes here and there so I that's why I really am I'm loving it and that's the one Abby actually started watching and she caught up on all 17 seasons, however many freaking seasons there is. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know how she did it. <laughs> and now she's on Beverly Hills. That's crazy. That's so many seasons. But she loved she loved it. So I'm I was like, okay, I feel it's because you know, it's really easy to get into because it's like the first housewives before it got contrived. Like obviously probably things were still fake, but it's before it got so super over the top like formulaic it was like really more about the women and their lives and then like now I feel like it's more about like oh we're going on this cash trip and like what fights are gonna happen like so formulaic now and I think back then it was more about their actual lives and their jobs and stuff so it's easier I, I find that one easier to get into than some of the newer ones interesting aside from that what what else have you been watching? Well, wh what should we start with? Should we start with um, Claim to Fame? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. And what was the last one we talked about? We missed two episodes, right? Yeah. So um, the episode that... Let's see. The last, the last episode that we talked about... Um, Was it uh, Jenny McCarthy and Olivia? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because we couldn't believe she was related to Jenny McCarthy. Uh. Yeah. So then this next episode is... What do you think about the challenges on these? So this next one is when they're working in pairs and um, they have to sort out the shredded papers. 
This one I didn't like. I generally do like the challenge. I love the telephone game one. I thought that one's awesome. Um, there's another challenge I did last season where there's like all these clues in the house and they have to find the clues in the house. I don't think they did that one yet this season. Um, I did like the one they did in episode eight, which was like the they asked a trivia question and you had to find the celebrity star. But yes. this shredding one i think was probably my least favorite i didn't really it wasn't interesting to watch i don't i, I don't know yeah. it felt kind of i agree with that completely i i i get like the aspect of it kind like because it's like um like i don't know like a law and order show or like something you know like a crime show yeah so, exactly so like i get it like the like but like yeah, I agree with you. And I really liked the star challenge. I thought that was my favorite one of the season, actually. Yeah. Um, so in the guess off for episode seven, it's Hugo and Chris are in the bottom two. And then they pick um Hugo as the guesser and he targets Chris. So everybody keeps targeting Chris. And so in the next episode, they target Chris too. And they get it wrong both times. Oh my God. They're so, I don't know. They're focused on the wrong thing. They're so focused on the colorful coat. And it's funny because Gabriel even was like, oh, uh, Joseph and the Technicolor dream coat. And that's what it's like referring to because... That's what Chris' rel relative is related to. But they're, like, so stuck on he wears a colorful coat. And then I, I couldn't believe they, the guesses they, they made They have no idea who his celebrity relative is. No Even idea. This is going to win. Like, they're never going to guess. They don't I, know who he is. The, unless there's some big clues in this next episode, I think... Gabriel's kind of screwed. Yeah, his Gabriel clue was so obvious. His clue was so obvious. The fact that they like couldn't figure there's like two people that couldn't figure it out either. It's like okay, like that's there's ten babies I, on that clue. I, and it's from, okay, like <laughs> I feel like that might have been editing too because I feel like they might know. I don't know. It's confused. I'm confused. Uh, and who's else is left? Gabriel, Monet, Chris, and who? This is the fourth. Um, Jr. just got eliminated. The oh, Car yes, Carson. They kind of know Carson's. I think they're gonna know Gabriel's next week based on the preview. Mm -hmm. Question mark and Chris is a question mark. So I think either but Monet wasn't or Monet somebody that they had early on because isn't she related to Eddie Murphy? No, they already that girl's gone. They guessed her. She's gone. Oh, okay. She, I forget her name, but she was super pretty. Okay. Well, then I don't know who her celebrity relative is. Interesting. Yeah, that's why I think she could win, too. It's uh, To me, it's between her and Chris. I hope... I feel like Gabriel's getting eliminated in the next one, but I hope they get Carson, maybe. I, okay. I don't know. Jake Gyllenhaal was in Spider-Man Far From Home with Monet's relative. Was her clue? I know who hers is based on one of her clues, but I don't think people are going to guess who hers is. 
it's not like Alicia Keys. It's not like a super A-level person. It's not Tom Hanks. Let's put it that way. It's not a Tom Hanks. It's not Alicia Keys. It's not a Dolly Parton. Gosh, like maybe here below that, that maybe not everybody knows. <laughs> like if you saw him, you'd be like, oh yeah, I know who that actor is. I've seen him in, you know, but. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I'm interested to see who hers is then. Yeah. I think Gabriel's is by far the most obvious from. Yeah. I felt bad for him. I mean, it's the same thing with the guy related to Alicia Keys with the keys everywhere. I'm like, this is not even like, it's almost not fair. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did like I, I generally don't like Chris, but I did like when he like dressed up as Elton John and did his accent. That did crack me up. Um, I think Chris is okay. I mean, he's not my favorite. I like Carson a lot, but I don't I don't know. I just think that she's like really smart about things. So Yeah, she is. But I think Chris is gonna win. Yeah, I I think Monet has a chance, and I really like like I'm hoping Gabriel can win because I thought he's just been the star of the show in my opinion since the first episode. Okay, so Temptation Island, episode nine, the final dates. Everybody else goes home. I feel like this episode was super filler. Like nothing happened. Nothing. I was going to say nothing stuck with me. Like, I mean, we can go through like who went on a date with who, but it's literally who has been dating this entire season. Like great is with Nafisa shock, Rob and Dez, Hall and Michaela, Chris and Alexis. Maricela and Christian, Vanessa and Bryce, Caitlin and Sebi, Paris and Tajik, Tajik, oh my gosh, I can't say it, uh, Tajik, um, but yeah, so, I don't know, I just, it's, it's the same thing that's been going on, they just went on overnight dates, and the real- right like that i remember that they, they had all the other people who weren't going on a date they had to leave at the same right yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so it's like just the final people left so either these people are going to get back together with their original couple at the final final bonfire they're going to leave alone or they're going to leave with the person who they were dating on the island uh, what happens do people usually get back together or usually not Usually there's one couple that gets back together. Sometimes it's Vanessa and Rob. What? It's going to be Vanessa and Rob. Do you think that they get back together? Oh, absolutely. When he was telling that girl, like, there's only a 10% chance that I'm going to, I'm like, oh, 100% chance they're getting back together. (laughs) I know how men are. Like, that's, he's like easing into it. Like, oh, there's a 10% chance, sir. I hope they don't get back together, but you're probably right. Yeah, I think they are. But I'm also curious, though, if, like, instead of them, any of the couples getting back together, if, like, Paul and Michaela 
if there's like something big that happens with them because I think that they're the couple that we're supposed to be rooting for uh what do you mean something they're gonna get engaged I hope not but I really hope not that would be crazy what has that happened on the show people have gotten engaged to their original person on the show but not to um someone else but in season one Evan and Morgan got engaged um during like a reunion thing oh okay so I and I'm looking at this list of couples the only one I actually maybe like is Maricela and Christian I don't know how to say them Christian I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah Christian I think they're a good couple I don't think Vanessa I don't think Bryce likes Vanessa I think that'd be maybe I think Sebastian is a good rebound for Caitlin I'm like okay maybe I see it the rest I don't see it I don't see it no, great and Nafisa, there's no way. No way. But I am excited for Great and Paris's final bonfire because I think it's gonna be epic. They're gonna rip each other's heads off. I yeah. Yep. 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 Okay, well my prediction, Rob Vanessa, they're getting back together. And then I could maybe see Paris and Great getting back together just because they both are like yeah we'll see well i think final bonfires we're recording this on wednesday start tonight and i'm not sure if they continue into next week or not i'm not sure if it's a one or two part it's probably two part i don't know um okay so the next show that we need to talk about which also has a finale tonight the big d yeah. Oh, it has a finale tonight? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so. How much more could there be? Yeah, you're right. Okay. And there was episode nine last time, so. So last time was intense and interesting. I'll say that. At the same, like, I don't, I don't want to say, like, boring, but, like, the first part of it, when Casey's, like, talking to her mom, and I don't know like so they you can tell this was filmed like around COVID because instead of having family like actually come meet people and like flying them anywhere it's just all video chat so I thought that was kind of lame right yeah that's what I'm saying I don't want to say boring but like I don't know I could have done without it I'll say that it was kind of like especially the angelique david thing i don't know that was so awkward when she's like um actually i'm not really sure if i'm ready to be committed it's like did you tell him that before you told his family that was like horrible oh that was it was yeah not a fan of that but i did like devin and alexis when they're like talking to her her mom because she was like okay well i remember these fights and like i remember this and like what have you done Art and he's like, I'm going to see a therapist. And like, I don't know. I thought that was cool because she was like, all right, well, if you're really going to put in the work, like you have my blessing, basically. Yeah. That but that was, was the only one. They better win this thing. I'm going to be mad if they don't. They're the only. Yep. Because I, I, none of the other couples, I believe, like even Casey and Ben, I'm like, all right, like for the show. This is for the show. 
I don't know. I don't, I, mean, I don't. Absolutely. That's why it has to be Devin and Alexis that wins this. But, yeah. but then we get to like the end of the episode and we have Dean calling him out for being fake. And it's like calling <laughs> Devin out for being fake. And it's like, really? You think Devin is being fake? Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get that vibe. I didn't either. I was, they had a lot of arguments and I was always on Devin's side in their arguments. But at least they are actually like working on the stuff that's going on in their lives. Yeah. At least they're like actually trying to be better. But because I agree with you, like Angelique and David, you know, like they should have broke up. Ben and Casey, like they're not an actual couple. Yeah. I don't know. No, I agree with you. I'm, I what I meant, I guess, was Devin and Dean had all these arguments butting heads, oh. but I was inside for every single one of them. So I agree with you. I thought you meant Devin and Alexis first. Oh, what well, like little little things here and there, but I don't think that made them fake. Like it wasn't fake. That made them more real to me. I thought so too, for sure. Um, so you've done a lot of deep diving on this show because it was filmed a couple years ago what have you found what can you tell us well can i do a spoiler or does it matter um i think if it's like on their instagram it's public knowledge so it's probably okay well what if people don't follow each other It doesn't have to do with one of the final four people. Yeah, then let me not talk about that one, but I have another one. David and Jillian do not follow each other, but Jillian and Angelique follow each other. Weird. That is weird. <laughs> Very weird. And David and Angelique do follow each other. Oh, interesting. Have you seen anybody post with each other? No, maybe some of the girls posted together, but I can't, I don't, I can't even remember. Okay. But Instagram, oh, Instagram must have, like, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm not very social media literate, but does Instagram have a feature where you could hide your posts from certain people? I'm not sure. And then you, then you can unhide them because Jillian must have hidden 50 posts or 25 posts of what she's been going through in the last uh two years since the show was filmed. <laughs> because I looked at her page and there was like nothing not really that many posts there. it was all like selfies and like her tiktok thing she does and then the other day I looked at it and there was like all these posts in there about with her and her new boyfriend and her being pregnant and her and her baby and I'm like these posts were not here before and they all had engagement and comments on them so I wonder if she could hide them only for her family and friends and now oh. she but I didn't even know that was a feature on Instagram you can do that on Facebook and they're like related so probably yeah because yeah. I do I do I do have my little list of people I hide things from on Facebook same oh man right <laughs> 
Okay, so Big Brother, I feel like, is super hard to talk about because there's three episodes a week. So yeah. I now, like, how do you want to talk about this? Should we just, like, I don't know. I don't even know. Because we have You could talk week one after in week two, right? Yeah, we could do that. Well, so, I guess we still have, like, episode two of week one, then. Oh, we talked about episode one, right? Yeah, we only talked about episode one. Yeah, so... so what happened? Episode one, they just moved into the house. They didn't even do the HOH. It was just the four people were nominated. That's all that happened yeah. episode And yes. Siri. Okay. And Siri. Yeah. That was the yeah. biggest thing that happened with Siri. Yes. So episode yeah. two starts with Izzy telling Jared that um, she knows that Jared and Siri are related. Oh, yeah. So that's how it, like, starts. That was crazy. Because she did it so, like, publicly and obviously. I'm shocked no one noticed or heard or whatever, but I guess everyone was just so excited to be there. I don't know. But she did it so yeah. publicly. I know. I mean, they were kind of off to the side. It wasn't like they were in the middle. But, yeah, she she definitely, definitely said it in front of people. Um. So then they have the HOH competition and um it's these balance beams and Riley wins the HOH and she gets to remove two of the four people from the block and she removes Jared and Corey from the block um and so Felicia and Kirsten are still on the block facing eliminations I feel like this is, like, so hard because I was trying to do, like, MVP, LVP because of fantasy, and I feel like it's just... Oh, yeah. We could do that. Yeah? Who was your MVP and LVP of this episode? Uh, Jared, because I think he handled Izzy really well, and then he's now got himself ingratiated in both sides of the house because he has his mom on one side with the older people, and he's in with the younger cool people. Um, And... He got himself taken off the block. Yeah. I gave it to Riley because um, she was the only one that chose the thicker balance beam. And so because of that, she was the only one that made it. Um, I would think that some of the people towards the end would be like, oh, I'm going to choose the thicker balance beam so that even though it's longer, because the only person that I have to be is Riley. But... She was the only one that did it and pulled it through. So I gave my MVP to Riley. And I gave an honorable mention to Izzy for figuring it out right away. Yeah, that's good. That's fair. And then I gave my LVP for to um, Kirsten because she was just rubbing everybody the wrong way. Yeah, I felt bad for her. I don't know. Because, like, these people are all so over the top. It's like... I feel like she was really villainized and then everybody started acting as nuts as she was like Hassan, mm -hmm. like everyone started being crazy. <laughs> I think so it I was just because it happened when she was gaming so hard so early. And that's why it was like, Oh, like you're not really with me. And people were questioning her. Yeah. 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 I don't know why I have a vision. Did red like fall off the balance beam twice and like get knocked off. Like he did really bad on that. Right. 
I honestly, I don't remember. I think he did. That's who I would do for my LVP because I just remember he fell off the balance beam. I don't know. He had a fall. I believe it. I just, he doesn't really do anything for me. So. I forget. There's a few people I forget are there. Red, Bowie, Jane, uh, and kind of Cameron I, it doesn't exist to me either. But maybe in tonight's episode, he, I don't know. I didn't see tonight's episode, so I don't know. In the next episode is when they have the scary, we find um, that the scary room has formed an alliance called the Handful. So the Handful consists of Jag, Riley, Matt, Cameron, and Blue. And Jag and Riley form a final two. And then they decide that in order to get the majority, they need to add Corey, Jared, and America. And they call themselves Family Style. Yeah. What do you think of this alliance? Uh, it's a good question. I usually when the house is split like this, I am like so die hard for one side and hate the other side. But this time, I'm kind of like people on both sides. Same. So I I don't know. Like I really like Jag. I really like Matt. I really like Blue. Mm-hmm. I don't really Riley's don't doesn't do anything for me. Cameron doesn't do anything for me. Corey, I really like Corey. I I'm hope. Star- america and i like jared so i i it's not like i don't like this alliance i like i think i like most of the people in it yeah and i like people that are on the other side too so i'm really hoping that since there are two big alliances that they just like pick each other off for a while but they pick off the right people and then another new alliance forms because it has to yeah right hope happens Still a lot of days left. Yeah. So then they have... First of all, okay. Actually, what do you think of this, like, multiverse thing? I'm not a fan. Uh, It's not for me because I'm not a comic movie. It's not my thing. Superhero. I'm not into it. Me neither. I mean, and it's not even that I'm not into, like, the superhero thing. It's just, like... Or maybe it is. I don't know. It's just, like, so weird. Like, it's, like, over the top and like extra cheesy to me it's so funny because every season they try to do their theme and it's like it always dies out by the time like after like week five so we'll see how much longer they can keep this up like i remember it was like camp big brother one season and they just totally gave up they always just like it kind of fades out the theme so we'll see how long this lasts so the next veto competition was when they had to stack the wallflowers i thought that was interesting oh wow it looks so difficult very difficult that yeah I mean and Hassam he won that and like wow like I was impressed there were a couple people that were doing really well though um, yeah Isha was doing pretty well too and then Cameron almost won right and he knocked it all down and so did Kirsten so who would you give your MVP oh and then Suri also, this episode, she tells Hassam about the eight-person alliance that he's not in. So I feel like that's, like, also super important. I actually gave her an MVP honorable mention for it because it kind of turned him onto her side completely. Yeah, right. That's good. Uh, and then I gave Jared my MVP for pretty much 
the same reason for getting into that alliance that you gave it to him last episode. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing pretty good with being in with everybody. And then uh, I get my LVP to Kirsten because yeah. she was so close to winning it and then knocked her thing over. That's who I think I agree with you. I think I would have to give it to her for this episode, even though I don't want to. I really like her, but I can't think of anybody else. And I think my MVP would have to be Hassan for winning that. That's a good one. So in the next episode, it starts with Hassam not using the power of veto and entering the seven-person alliance called the Professors with Suri, Izzy, Hassam, um, Felicia, Mimi, Red, and Bowie. <laughs> oh, man. It's like some of these people barely exist to me. That's why I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, seriously, I agree. <laughs> It's like the end, like the beginning of seasons for me sometimes with like Survivor and Big Brother because you just like don't know. It's not, not the same as the challenge because the challenge you like see the same people over and over again, you know? Yeah. So then there is this huge event that happens this episode. And um, that is Luke getting eliminated. I saw a video of him today talking. I don't know if it was from Instagram or TikTok or something, but he was basically, he made a million excuses for himself. Did you see it? No. He said, you know, it was the best time of my life, uh, but I was barely getting any sleep. I was only on two and a half hours of sleep. And there was studio lights. You don't understand what it's like to have studio lights on you 24-7. And I was sleeping on that cheese bed and no privacy and cameras and this and this and that. Like he made, he didn't he didn't once say, hey guys, I'm really sorry for what I said. It was totally wildly inappropriate. He basically just said, like, I didn't mean it in a malicious way. And it only came out of my mouth because X, Y, and Z reason. I don't know. I can't believe it. Shocking. I guess it's not That's shocking. horrible. I mean, I did read an article um, where his dad was talking and his dad was like saying that he couldn't be racist because his stepmom and step siblings were black. Yeah, I saw that. It was on TMZ. <sighs> yeah, so it doesn't really surprise me that he's not taking accountability, but that's really, really, really sad definitely not the right way to go about that at all and it's like the like the day before i proclaimed i'm like oh i think i like luke because he was being kind of funny because he was like didn't he didn't realize there were all these alliances going on and that people were like i guess he was riley's backup option to put up if some if the veto was used and he got wind of all this and he was being really funny about it. He's like, wow, I'm, I'm like, I'm a dumbass. I like, I, I, I'm awake now, guys, I'm going to start playing. And then this shit happened the next day. I'm like, wow, it, it, this would happen that I de declare I like him. And then he turns out to be a total asshole. Yeah. Well, <sighs> glad he's gone. If he's going to be, yeah, like that ignorant and unapologetic and, Absolutely. Absolutely. So 
the eviction is basically right after that and Kirsten gets evicted 13 to 0. I hated that. I thought it should have been canceled. I was so upset. I thought it was going to be canceled. I can't believe it wasn't. I kept waiting for Julie to be like like I don't I even though she kept saying there's an eviction, eviction, I'm like, oh, they're gonna cancel it. They're gonna, can- I, they're gonna cancel until like she revealed like Suri and Jared were related. I still thought like there was a chance. <laughs> I don't know. Sucked. Well, obviously, Luke got my LVP. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Same. And I gave Hassam my. Um, MVP because um, I feel like he really like took control, got into an alliance, and started doing things this episode. Yeah, I think I think you're right. That's great. I don't like. I want to. I honestly want to say Corey was my MVP for the way he handled the situation mm-hmm. with. But then I also like don't want to like. I feel like Jared shut him down really quick. Like, like, let's not talk about this. this is not a discussion for everyone. So I don't know. I, I thought Corey wasn't the right to bring it up and explain what happened. So I think to me, Corey, I guess, would be my MVP because I did think he handled the situation well. And especially like completely opposite of Hassam. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna give Hassam a honorable mention LVP right now because <laughs> you got my MVP too and I don't care I, I actually did that on the challenge too you'll see but <laughs> okay. um he gets my MVP for like taking control but in like I feel like he had the best episode like game wise so he gets my MVP for that but I'm giving him an honorable mention LVP for claiming he didn't hear it that was a bewildering to me because you face he made that he definitely heard it definitely heard it and it's i don't i guess we won't know because the feed like the feeds went out so we never saw like Corey and hassan like we like what the fuck was that about like why did he do that like what's going so i don't i don't i I don't know like i want to believe him but his the face he made you're right yeah He's yeah. Not I, I mean, it, when he gets evicted, if they'll like interviewers will ask him like, "Hey, so what did you think he said, or did you not really not hear it, or you Kat know?" Cat Dunn will. Cat Dunn will ask him. Yeah, for Good. sure. She asks all the questions that everybody's afraid to ask. That's why I like her interviews. Um. Okay. So episode five was the dollhouse. HOH competition this again it was just like super extra to me when they're like going through the multiverse and like having to go back to the house and like how like at the end we find out that Hassam wins this HOH and that um he's like yeah and then we had to like turn the key and the key took me to the HOH room and it's like okay like that's so cheesy like obviously that didn't I don't know I just editors were going off i guess i don't know yeah special effects oh wow so, i did like wage comp though i thought it was super cool really 
yeah I did like the concept of it and how it was like the horror yeah yeah I can see I can see that I just thought it was thing the jumping through okay a little cheesy but I did like the competition yeah I can see that um so Jared he's taken to the nether region and he gets to choose one person who will be safe from um the next nominations and he chooses Jag. He's in such a hard he's in the worst position of anybody to have to do this cuz he's playing both sides. Yeah, I th- I think he did the right thing. If he picked Riley, he would have like no, that would not have been him. No. I agree. So I think I think I'll tell you, I think he did the right thing because he like somewhat placated his side and like made it seem like he was loyal to them by picking Jack. Mm-hmm. Even though if they don't, they're like, even though I think they're struggling to understand why he didn't pick Riley, but I think picking Jack was the right option. I agree. And I like Jack, so I'm not mad about seeing him longer, honestly. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So my MVP this episode was Hassam because I think that um, he's just a calm beast. I mean, we have barely had any competition so far, and he's won two of them, an HOH and a Power Veto. So I gave it to Hassam, and um, I gave my LVP to Riley because she's just on the wrong side of things. Yeah, I actually think I agree with you on both of these. Hassam... Even though I don't think it was a good idea for him to win all these competitions so soon. I got to give him props. He did it. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Michael from last season. I yeah. I don't going to be able to make it because everyone's kind of on to him. So, okay. You know who he kind of gives me like, I don't know why. I don't even want to say like vibes because they're completely different, but he kind of reminds me of an Enzo. I could see, they kind of maybe look alike a little. I could see it. Yeah. So after Big Brother, now we have the challenge, and the challenge for the first three weeks has two episodes. So I'm like really not loving three episodes of Big Brother and two episodes of the challenge every week. It's just a lot. I would much rather have one month hour and a half episode so i'll just put that out there that mtv is doing right but um yeah i'm i'm i mean i get why it's like necessary in big brother because of live feeds and the fact that it's like literally going on right now i totally get that but i don't know but anyway so we have two episodes of the challenge this week and we first learned that the hopper will place then we'll figure out who like the team captain is basically and that's like how they pick their teams so that was a fun scene i thought the team picking yeah i i liked it too it was like schoolyard pick i don't know i thought that was fun um and also of the bananas got picked out of all the guys from um mtv last Mm -hmm. i love that Corey got picked first Honestly. I I did too. I like that. So 
Josh, his first pick is John A. And I don't even know, like, what he's thinking with, like, his picks. I mean, I think, like, with not picking Tori, it's like he has that vote anyway. So it makes sense for him to pick John A. Um, especially, like, he's been partnered with Amanda in the past and whatever. So, I mean, it it totally makes sense that he picked John A. Um, but this is, I just... Th- I love John A so much. She's such a queen. And this is the second season in a row that she has been the first draft pick. And I just love that for her so much. Who picked her first? Uh, the Australian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. So I'm just so happy for her. I just think that speaks volumes to how great of a player she's become. And both times she was picked first before Tori. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. And then, like we said, Cassidy picked Corey first and Desi picked Wes first. And I think that those were um, really smart picks, honestly. I don't know. I mean, Bananas just like with his seven titles, um, I think has such a target on his back, even though he'd be like an asset to your team. Like, Josh. I mean, he was kind of stuck with bananas anyway, but like they have their thing. So it makes sense that he wouldn't pick him first, you know, like, um, I don't know. I just, it doesn't surprise me that bananas was, um, after Wes It maybe Corey. I mean, definitely Corey. But it doesn't surprise me that Bananas was after Wes. I think I would pick Wes before Bananas. Would you? It's I don't I don't it's hard to say because I feel like they're both so insufferable to like if you were playing the game, right? Because they both think they know everything. So that's why you would pick Corey. <laughs> Corey <yeah. laughs> I would pick Corey. I think I would pick Corey too, just because out of the three, he's who I like the most, um, which maybe if Cassidy has, like, background and, like, actually watches the challenge, she felt the same way. But actually, I think that is what she said, is that Wes and Bananas had so much personality, so such big personalities. That's why she picked Corey. Yeah. I get it. So they have to storm the castle and do, and, like, put all six statues of um, Amanda... Okay, also, let me just say how proud I am of Amanda for just being on this show with these legends. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Proud of her, too. Me, too. But, yeah, so they had to, like, not only do they have this giant target on their back because they're the MTV vets and they come on on these jet skis, but they have this, like, even bigger target on their back because their teams have to carry these, like, ginormous statues of them up the mountain. Um, while they're like memorizing um, symbols so they can complete a puzzle and I'm so disappointed in my girl Amanda because her team green team was going to win and she told Wes she had it and she didn't have it and I wish that Wes would have been smart enough to just be like 
I'm going to look at these just in case. Like, it's very surprising to me, actually, that he didn't do that. But, um, yeah, I was, I was disappointed in my girl Amanda for that. But it sucked. Because I want to wow, so that sucked. Yeah. So the blue team ends up winning. And they get to nominate one man and one woman to from um to from either of the losing teams to go not into elimination, but like have the potential of going into elimination. And the two losing teams have a secret vote and they get to vote whoever they want to go into elimination. So the nominations end up being Luis and Amira. And then we have this like secret vote and everybody votes different. So they have this plan, like the red team and the blue team are going to work together. Well, that isn't what happens because we end up having votes for six different people. We have Wes has two votes. Dusty has one vote. Desi has one vote. Michelle has three votes. Monty has four votes. Bananas has four votes. So votes are just like really all over the place. And Michelle going ends up, oh, actually, just kidding. It's a cliffhanger. Um, so it's a cliffhanger. We don't know what happens, but the hopper we do know is what determines who goes into elimination. So it's basically like chance out of these six people or whoever is nominated of who's going into elimination. So you never know if it's a girl's day. You never know if it's a boy's day. Honestly, I think that besides maybe the Challenge Australia, I really liked that season. Um, this is the most interesting one that we've seen in a while. It's it's different. It has like different like aspects to it. I wish the design of the hopper like wasn't so cheesy. I'm just like not really a fan of that. But um, aside from that, like I think it's a decent system. Um, I think that the way that even, like, Michelle, um, as we'll see in the next episode, is, like, counting the votes, um, that survivor aspect of counting the votes kind of goes into, like, the anonymous vote being Big Brother. It's, like, sort of, like, combining the two into one to make the eliminations that are the challenge. Um, so I just think that that's, like, super interesting and, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like it, honestly. I think I like it in theory. In practice, I'm scared it's, like, too easy to rig. Okay, so I kind of thought that, too. But the reason that I don't think that, and I could be wrong here, but the only reason I think, like, maybe it's not rigged and we'll see how I feel down the road. But it's because in episode two, John Nay is the name that is pulled out of the hopper. And I don't think production wanted her to go this early. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like my only like, because if it was rigged, they easily could have pulled out some other random name of like, there are like so many other people that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's rigged. I'm just saying it seems like it has the potential it could be rigged. Yeah, yeah it definitely could be. I did have that thought, too. But if it's not, then I like the idea for TV purposes. 
So my MVP this episode was Corey. Um, because he was picked first, and I'm happy that he's returning. So my MVP and his team won. And he, like controlled that nomination ceremony. Yep. So yeah, Corey is by far my MVP. I did give an honorable mention to Amanda and Polly because I'm just happy that they're back. <laughs> and um, I gave my LVT to Amanda because she lost it for the green team. Yeah. I I think I agree with you about Corey, but maybe I'll give it to Janae MVP because it was the first picked. Okay. And not only that, she like voted for Michelle. I don't like Michelle. Yeah, that probably is part of it. But I just like that she did like she didn't like she said she told her team she was going to do one thing and then she did something else, but she kept it under wraps. I kind of like that. So I listened to the official challenge podcast with her and she said that as soon as they found out that the hopper was a thing, she decided that there's so much like chance involved in this season that every chance she got an opportunity to risk something if um she was feeling it then she was gonna do it she didn't care so that's why she voted for michelle she just like wanted to okay who i don't know if i have an lvp Can I say bananas for getting picked last out of Corey Wes and bananas? You sure can. <laughs> it's like embarrassing. You're that you've won the most and you got picked last out of you three. Like how insufferable are you? I don't know. Okay. That's my pick. Um, so I had a quote of the episode. I know that you had talked about, we had all talked about like what can what category Corey, can we add to have um, a fifth? And I have a quote. And my quote is Michelle's. And she says, she's talking about why she's there. And she goes, and like, obviously money because, well, honey, I look good in gold. So that was my quote from Michelle. And Amanda, too, when she's talking to Tori and she says, sleep with one eye open, sis, because they are sleeping next to each other this season. I can I say that's my favorite one. That was that was my favorite of the, like moment of the episode. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Good. I'm glad she's getting some points for it because I thought she deserved it. Um, Michelle had some like good line so far. She's like kind of narrating this thing. Her and Desi, I feel like. I did like when she in her confessional when she talked about the voting and she said, "Well, why did?" Uh, red vote for red the numbers aren't adding up you know what I mean mm -hmm. I yeah. did like that well and that's such a survivor thing and Johnny talks about that too she said that like in the challenge they never really think about numbers like that and she said she'd never watched survivor or big brother until the season and then she went home and she watched some and she realized that survivor is like so strategic and number based and that they're always counting the votes and that's how they win and she was like I think I would have maybe played my game a little differently had I known that that's the way that they play yeah that's true 
So the next episode starts with the elimination, which is super annoying. I hate that there was a cliffhanger, especially on a season premiere on like CBS, a different network, especially with the MTV people having that be like the first time that they're crossing over onto a CBS show. Um, That was really disappointing to me. I think the CBS fans like that don't already watch the challenge definitely needed this elimination in order to still be interested but whatever what do i know i just i don't watch this episode so i'm like a little behind okay so tj picks a name from the hopper and michelle's picked to go into the elimination her and um Amira go into elimination against each other and basically there's these two giant takes of water they both have 1500 balls in them and their goal is to get out as many balls as they can um but they're on this rope and pulley that keeps like picking them up similar to that like big brother wall elimination um like flower elimination yeah yeah so it kept doing that and like pulling them back but they had to like get all these balls out and they were picked up and put back down 15 times. So Michelle ends up winning the elimination. She got 1,319 balls out and Amira got 1,301. So like for that many balls to only lose by 18, Amira really did put up um, a decent showing. Yeah. So at the very end of the elimination, they we find out that Michelle gets to pick if she wants to stay on the red team or if she wants to switch teams and take somebody else's spot. Oh. Um, yeah. And she decides that she wants to go back to um, the red team. And I think in her confessional, her quote was, um, I had to go back to the red team. Like, you know, I love a good red flag. Uh, but why i wonder like if she knew people on the team were voting for her or suspected it i guess she didn't know yeah um which i don't know i think she did know that somebody voted for her at that point but i think um that she went back to the team because um it was just so new I feel like a lot of times when they have that option for the first like few episodes they always stay on their team because they don't know what's gonna happen I feel like she should have switched because her team's hot mess team I don't know yeah oh well um then they get back to the house and Michelle and Amanda have this huge blowout fight and um apparently on Bananas podcast. I haven't listened to the episode, but I heard like a 30 second, 20 second clip or something. And he like talks about how like the CBS people were like scared of <laughs> the Michelle yeah. Amanda fight because it was I so know. intense. And even John Nave says on, on, and she's like from the MTV world, even she says that uh, at one point the fight was getting so intense, she like went to the other room. She's like, at first I had my popcorn out, but then I was like, nah. But I guess, like, they were just, like, yelling at each other and, like, specifically mentioning Fessy. It was so weird. Like, 
And Fessy has a girlfriend this season, so he's, like, not interested in any of this. I didn't Um, know He has been official with her. He talks about it on the Official Challenge podcast, and he says that he's been official with her for, like, six months, but has been, like, seeing her for, like, a year and a half. (laughs) He would take a year to be official with someone. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, one of Michelle's quotes during the Michelle Amanda fight was, you're like a chihuahua, you want to talk big dog, but all you do is yap, yap, yap. Um, and then Dusty has a quote that I really liked that was, he has this confessional and he says, I feel like a kid in the candy shop because it's live. Finally, it's live. I'm seeing this in person after all these years watching it. (laughs) And I just thought that was super kind of like. I don't know how I would feel. So I liked that. Um, that quote. We find out about an alliance that's formed that is Tiffany, Desi, Michaela, Alyssa, Alyssa, at, Alyssa L, Alyssa S, Chanel, and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to the daily challenge, and they are united. Let me tell you, this alliance, I foresee them running the game. Like, I really do. So we get to this like daily challenge and they are, it's called working the poles. And basically there's this giant structure suspended over water. And there are these giant poles in the middle and there are three different colored platforms. And the goal is to get from one platform to the other by using these poles. So there are two different heats and most people in this challenge, like struggle. There's only a few people um that end up making it over for blue team only two people made it over sebastian and chris for green team it was amanda desi and tyler amanda and desi actually helped tyler onto the platform he would have fallen if it wasn't for them so props to those two girls for just being like showing like how strong they are amanda really shows out in all of these like upper body strength challenges it's kind of besides puzzles i would say her strength is upper body strength so and i think she's like really underrated for it and i just love it when she can just show everybody that she is strong um the red team got nobody over and then tori has a quote in her confessional confessional that says honestly i'm happy for amanda because she's barely a challenge great so she had to do something kind of good to be here so good for her um in heat two there are two people from the red team that make it bananas and chanel the green team has west desi has to go again and michaela and the blue team has no one make it across so it ends up being the green team wins six to two to two um and again tori is talking to amanda about it she goes i can't i count you out dude I count you out but today you really showed up and I didn't and I actually like really like that because I felt like for once like Tori was trying with Amanda because she really was like hyping her up and I think that yeah I have to see it in context so just hearing that I'm like why is she acting like she's the end-all be-all of the challenge who gets to determine who's great and who you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't see it in full context. 
you know, honestly, I don't really even like like the Tory aspect of it. I just really like that somebody's hyping Amanda. Yeah, that's fair. And so then we see um then we see that um Sebastian and Tori have a showmance. And Sebastian's quote about Tori is um I love the way she holds herself. I love a big, bad, bold, dangerous, strong woman. I'm sorry. I saw this on social media. This can't be real. Oh, my God. And what's hilarious is that on the official Challenge podcast, when Devin is talking to Tori about showmances or whatever, Tori's like, this was, like, months ago. I want everybody to know that this is not, like, something that is current. Like, this was, like, filmed months ago. So she's, like, basically, they're not a thing. They're on good terms, it seems like. And so it's just, like, funny, like, seeing how he's, like, I love the way she holds herself. I don't know. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Oh, my God. It's too much. I'm so mad at myself, though, because I almost drafted him for the money league and I didn't because I knew nothing about him what what guy did you pick instead Monty oh okay okay yeah I didn't I don't I I didn't think either of them would have been great picks honestly I thought that they would probably be about the same until I learned that he was hooking up with Tori and now he's probably going to be a main character so oh well sucks to be me <laughs> i don't was monty on episode two i don't even remember him on episode one no probably not i should check my <laughs> points i probably have like two from him <laughs> i was last place after the first episode i was like all right i'm moving on for this there's no way i'm winning so i'm, pro- I'm not gonna check that Who do you have uh tyler and tiffany i wanted tyler it was you that took him um well, I had my strategy of I was third pick and Amanda and Michelle were before me. So I was like, if Amanda and Michelle both pick guys, I got to pick a guy or I'm going to get stuck with the last girl. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why I ended up with to- Tyler. Otherwise, I was going to pick Tori just because I knew she would get a lot of points. But then I didn't want to get stuck with uh the okay. last guy. Yeah, I was towards like the middle. So I had two, two that were like. I don't know, four apart or something like that. So, but by the time it got down to me, a lot of, all all of the good guys were, like, taken, and there were, like, several, like, decent girls that were left. So, um, who did I end up picking? Chanel is who I ended up picking. Um, it was between Chanel and Cassidy that I ended up going with Chanel um anyway so Michelle has the idea of coordinating Tori versus John A she plans to have the green team nominate Tori and the secret vote to be John A. And um, she's successful. And Tori and Bananas um, are voted in as the two people that could potentially go into elimination. 
And this time, the votes are split between seven people. We have two for Polly, one for Alyssa, three for Dusty, two for Alyssa S. Or Okay, so one for Alyssa L, two for Alyssa S. Um, one for Sebastian, two for Corey, and five for John A. Now, going back to the is this rigged thing, it makes sense for John A because she had the most balls in there. But it's just like hard for me to believe that production would want, would rig it so that Tori or John A would go home. Um, It makes me feel like, I don't know, why not put a like Alyssa or either of the Alyssa's in, you know? Mm -hmm. That's just my thoughts on on that. Because the Hopper does select John A and we get John A versus Tori in elimination and they basically have to do balls in but it's like this ball like these like multiple 60 balls that they have to catch that are um like coming down onto them and the black balls are worth one point and the silver balls are worth three points and they have to like whoever scores the most points so Tori gets 29 points and John A gets 15 points so Tori wins the elimination and John A goes home. Tori stays on the blue team. Um, yeah. So I gave my MVP. I know Michelle hasn't watched, but I will go through mine really quick. I gave my MVP to Desi because she went twice. She killed it. She helped Tyler get onto the platform. Um, she has this super strong alliance that is just absolutely steamrolling things and the nominations like west tries to advocate for the vets and michaela is actually the one that just like completely puts him in his place um so i have an a, a honorable mention i have three honorable mention mvps i'm second. excited to see that because i saw i saw people talking about michaela so i'm excited to see that um yeah so Michaela, Michelle and Amanda um are who I gave my honorable mention MVPs to. I gave it to Amanda just because um she crushed it in the challenge. She helped Desi get Tyler onto that platform. She has that great upper body strength. This challenge was definitely um in her wheelhouse and um she had that fight with michelle always love some drama give me those fantasy points so um amanda michelle and michelle also for being the one to coordinate the tori john a elimination and michaela get my honorable mentions and i gave my lvp to john a for not only losing the elimination but um there's like this red team meeting that she decided to sleep through um so that probably was not in her best interest so john a unfortunately got my lvp and my quote goes to dusty the one that i mentioned during the fight with michelle and amanda feel like a kid in a candy shop because it's live finally it's live i'm seeing this in person after all these years of watching it (laughs) that's cute um okay so 
Project Runway. We've had two episodes of Project Runway. The first one, I know that you were really excited to talk about because the challenge, they had to be paired up with a below deck cast member. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. And I love that they let Kate be a judge. Me too. I only know her from Traders, but I liked it. It felt like, I don't know. Cause Is she still on the show? No, she left because... I don't she was on for so many seasons, but she just didn't want to do the chief stew job anymore. And now she like has a baby and she they just gave her another show with Captain Lee where it's like watch with I don't know what it's called. I think it's like watch with Captain Lee and Kate and they like comment on Bravo stuff. So they keep her in the Bravo NBC universe. Uh, but she's not on blow deck anymore. Gotcha. Okay. That's cool. So uh, but like the people they picked, they picked really. I'll tell you, they picked really good characters. Like, yeah, they picked like everyone loves Asia. Courtney is from Challenge UK. Okay, yeah. Um, and then Gary, Daisy, and Colin are always on Below Deck sailing yacht together, and they're in a love triangle. And that season just ended, so it was very opportunistic timing because they just had their big love triangle on below deck sailing yacht nice. uh, and then i don't watch i don't watch the one that the captain jason was on i have never watched that one down under below deck down under i have not watched that one so i don't know him and then captain sandy fine she's whatever and then z is awesome z and courtney are very good friends they're friendly i like the people they picked basically nice. they did a good so as far as the designers go, we had Rami and Bishmay and um, Brittany in the top. Bishmay is the winner. I thought that he by far had my favorite look out of all of them. What did you think being somebody who like actually watches that show? Yeah, I liked his and I liked Brittany's. And Anna, unfortunately, is eliminated this episode. <laughs> In that weird outfit she did that to herself i don't know why she did that yeah i don't know and it was and like was about it too like I, can you like he was so nice about it he like defended her about it, it was really He's nice. like, yeah, this is what i wanted <laughs> I, guess, uh, I don't know i don't know him but he seems awesome i don't know i know people love him as a captain so in the next episode of project runway they get to design anything that they want. And Laurence, Bishmay, and Remy are in the top. Again, is that the same people that were in the top last time? No, Brittany instead of Laurence was last time. But um, so they're in the top. And then Praje and Karasan are in the bottom. And um, Bishmay wins again. So he has two back-to-back -back that he wins. And I think he's going to the final now, for sure. I mean, I would be surprised if he gets eliminated now because he's having he's had a really strong showing these last couple episodes. And yeah, I think that they're really starting to come around to his style being like his, you know? Did you tell me there's four in the final or three? Um... So I think normally there's three in the final, but a lot of times, like in recent seasons, 
the oh, Christian Siriano save has been the last person, so there's four. Well, if they do three, I it's gonna suck because it's. I think it's. I think they're gonna keep Rami in there because they need an old school person to keep the narrative of old versus new, right? Well, that's what you said about Karasan, but she got eliminated this episode. <laughs> Because that role to me was going to Karasan because I thought she was doing so much better than Rami. So I'm really upset. Um, I think if I had to predict after this episode, let me look at who's left. I think Laurence, Bishmay are for sure going to the final. Maybe you're right. Maybe it will be Rami. Uh, what about Prajay? He's been in the bottom the last two episodes. Oh, okay. But the reason that they kept him over Karasan, well, not the reason, but one thing that they said when they're like comparing the two is it, they're like, I hate to get rid of Prajay when he has been on the top so much. So I think they like want him to be a finalist, but he hasn't had a good like if he can't snap out of this, they're gonna have to eliminate him. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, so yeah, for poor Karasan, but yeah, Bishme is coming around and I I really almost want him to win over Laurence. <laughs> I can't okay. believe I'm saying that. <laughs> but I think that he's been good this whole time. He is really pulling it out when it really matters. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I know you gave up on Bachelorette. And <laughs> I'm be honest with you here. I was watching today because I was like, okay, I need to watch the mental all before we podcast, right? And yeah. so I'm watching the mental all and I get halfway through and I realize I fell asleep during fantasy suites and I never finished fantasy suites. On my like DVR, it like shows that I finished it because I slept through it. But I get to this point in the mental all and I'm like, I never watched this. So I paused the mental all and I went back and started finishing the fantasy suites. Okay. See, it's kind of slow. I don't know. I, but you know what? It's just not for me. So I don't know. Oh, but yeah. So I did get a good way through fantasy suites. Uh, but I only, I, I actually only have like 15 minutes left. Basically, the only thing that I have left is Aaron shows up. But okay. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, so I'm behind on, on Bachelorette. I'm, yeah, sorry. I don't, I don't have MVPs and LVPs for, for the mental all because I uh, dropped the ball. But I will say, I don't think I'm giving an MVP or an LVP to Aaron for Fantasy Suites. So I can do that. And I will say that I gave my, um, LVP to Xavier for not being ready for um admit I commend him for his admission of cheating in his past relationship or whatever but 
just like not being able to tell Charity that he was 100% sure and that whole conversation they had um, that led up to him not getting the fantasy suite card. Um, yeah, my LVP had to go to Xavier. And my MVP obviously is going to Dotton because they are like madly in love and he's obviously going to win this thing because, I mean, I know she said I love you to Joey too. And I get that at that she like definitely is in love with two different people but i just think the connection that she has with Dotton is just far and above the one that she has with joey so that's all that's i what, um on friday what was it friday night kind of weird on friday night my neighbors invited us over because they said it's gonna be clear skies and we're gonna take out the telescope and find saturn i don't it sounds so weird um, but they invited like a bunch of people in the neighborhood over and we we're just drinking beers and trying to find Saturn and we never found Saturn. Um, but there was two women there talking about the black bachelorette and I was just trying, I was like chit chatting with them and mm -hmm. they both, they think he's going to win too. <laughs> I mean, it's just obvious at this point. I feel like, I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be Joey, but, or it could be Aaron, but. It's not. It's Dotton. I mean, it has to be. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, and like the way that when she told him that she loved him, it wasn't even just like a, like I'm falling in love with you or I I'm, I love you or anything like that. She was literally like, I'm to the point where like I love you like spelled it out. It was like I love you. It was like oh okay like you mean it so yeah yeah i don't know but we can talk more about bachelorette um next week after the finale i feel like that's like a little more appropriate anyway i know that you're not a huge bachelor fan but i am curious are you interested at all in the golden bachelor not really but i'll i'll like maybe i'll try to watch i'll like i did every other season I, i'll say i'm gonna watch it and then i fade out after the first three episodes <laughs> I'll try. I'm hoping it'll be different. Um, as far like there, I don't know. I feel like it'll be different because the drama will be different. I don't think that it'll be like catty drama. Like, I don't know, like Brayden's earrings drama. But yeah. you know what I mean. But I think that it'll be like actual like. I went through this like really hard time in this divorce and I had my spouse die and like serious shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. At least that's what I'm hoping for. We'll see. All right. Well, do you have anything else to add? No, I think we got through a lot here, which is good. Yeah, we did get through a lot. And I think that like with it being, um, so many episodes per week I don't know that breaking it down like this like I don't know maybe we can just have like a fantasy section where we just like go through like all fantasy things at once like this is bachelor this is you know big brother this is the challenge but there's just so many shows on right now I almost feel like to go through it like this 
I don't know. I almost like last week's episode better, I feel like. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I just feel like, yeah, there's just too much. Like, I don't know, maybe like before the episodes, like still take notes to like refresh ourselves. And so it's like before the episode, we can just like refresh and then just talk about it or whatever. I don't know. It just seems like it's just so much. There's just like a million shows. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess people let us know what you think. Do you agree? I don't know. Well, some are ending, so that's good. That's true. That's true, but then Survivor starts in like a month, and we're going to have all these things, like the challenge, Big Brother, Survivor, all going at the same time again. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I watch these shows anyway. I like reality TV. I I love reality TV. Who am I kidding? Um, So I watch all these shows anyway. So it's like, I like talking about it. I just feel like it's hard to recap like this. Yeah, totally. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens next episode, if we end up switching things up or not. But I kind of liked last episode a little bit better, I think. But thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. And like I said, let us know what you think. Um, We will see you soon.